Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Thursday, May 18th. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you for joining us this morning. You can find him, Rob Kendall, on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. You can find me, Casey Daniels, on Twitter at Casey Daniels 317. You can find us both on YouTube right now as we live stream the show. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So there's this rep from Florida who has filed a resolution to pretty much boot Representative Adam Schiff out of Congress. Uh, She is alleging that he pushed a false narrative to the American people in the Trump-Russia investigation. You don't say. (laughs) Shocking. Uh, uh, So, again, broken record. I know we have said this multiple times. But nothing ever happens to anyone. Like, Like nothing, nothing, not only does nothing ever happen from a, you know, criminal standpoint, They just stay in their jobs. Mm -hmm. No matter how bad government behaves, they just stay in their jobs. And when government does not fear the people, it behaves however it sees sees fit to behave. We we are it's amazing. Our founders set up this incredible system, and the one of the great things they did was this check and balance part of the equation and it was that all the branches of government whether it's the executive the legislative or the the judicial were keeping eyes supposed to keep eyes on each other and serve as just this sort of three-way triangle of check and balance but the ultimate fail safe the ultimate break glass in case of emergency was the american people and and yet we have chosen not to be that. I was thinking about this driving into work today on how we as a society have just kind of given up. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I thought, man, that can't be right. I've got to think of a better way to say this to, to people when coming into work today. I was thinking, man, there's got to be a better way, a be, you know, a more positive, a more optimistic. Now, I, I think we've just given up because government sucks at all levels, Casey. Mm-hmm. State governments, local governments, federal governments, they're across the fruited plain. They're just unmitigated disasters. And yet the same people or the same type of people just keep getting elected. Mm-hmm. L- look at what they're doing in downtown Indianapolis with this stupid hotel in Pan Am Plaza where they're going to spend $510 million of taxpayer money, the Indianapolis City County Council and the mayor to get into the hotel business, and now it looks like they're going to just throw a $100 million on top of that in case there's some overruns. Look at this city, the crime, the streets, the general sense of, to steal a Jimmy Carter phrase, malaise. Yeah. And yet, this is where their focus is, and nothing will happen to Bob Osley or Joe, Joe Hogsett or any of these people. I mean, we're going to have Jefferson, I forgot to tell you, we're going to have Jefferson Shreve on next week. Fantastic. Yeah, so that'll be very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and I hope he does well, and we you know, want him to win. I would want a, a 
I would want a, an aged onion to win over Joe Hogsett. <laughs> an aged onion. I'm running out of things to. But my the, shoe. But the point. But the point is, he is facing such an uphill battle mm-hmm. because we have just accepted whatever crappy government the government decides they want to throw at us. Well, I th- it's intentional confusion. And in regards to this Durham report, you have to follow so many dots to get down to the truth that by the time you get there, you don't know how you got there. Because it's just, it's intentional confusion. And now the left, and you're going to hear this, oh, Durham report, that's nothing. That's a nothing burger. Move on. That's nothing. That is their talking point. They want to bury it. And that... How much they want to tell you that it's nothing is a direct correlation of how much it is something. The two are equal. So speaking of that, so Dan Goldman, he is a Democrat representative, and he was on, was it was this MSNBC? Yes, of course it was. He was on MSNBC yesterday, and he is irate over the fact that the Durham report, which, again, totally pulls the veil back on the abuse of authority by the government, in this case the FBI, to try to alter a presidential election, he is irate that that thing, he's not irate at the contents of it, he's irate that the thing even existed to give you the contents. You want to talk about a waste of time and money. The John Durham investigation is an embarrassment, and it should go down as one of the biggest abuses of power and waste of money in the Department of Justice's history. We wouldn't want to get to the bottom of the truth. See, there he is. Oh, it's it's nothing. This is a waste of time. This is a waste of money. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's like, what, what's that FBI guy's name? Stock? Page? The, the lover? Strock. Strock. Hey, yes. Okay. Peter Strock. That were texting each other. When she says, there's no way Trump is going to win, and he replies and says, no, we will stop it. Right. Hello? That's all you need right there. But an admittance. But it comes back to we as a society. Again, I don't know what phrase to use other than given up. I mean, it's you know, it's it's like I feel like if this were a movie, this this is like an animal house where you know Belushi is given the speech, and you know the deltas are just sitting around, you know, moping as the sad music plays in the background. That I feel like we're still out here trying to give the speech and keep people fired up and say, hey, we got to engage. We got to go. This is bad. This is bad. They're doing this to you. They're doing that to you. And nobody, you know, we run out of the room saying, who's with me? Ah, and there's just absolutely no one behind us. Just like it's just like Belushi and Animal House. And it's like, I don't understand why society has just said, well, this is as good as it's going to be. Because, look, we're talking about the federal government here. Your state government's almost as bad. I mean, I'm not sure they've totally weaponized, although they kind of did. Holcomb kind of did weaponize the government against people during COVID. He did. I guess he did. Yeah, he said he's going to arrest you, lock you up, don't wear a mask, keep your business open. You can't do that. I mean, so it's everywhere, and yet we as a society have just entered our own, I guess, state of malaise where we're just like, okay, whatever. Well, it's, it's this intentional confusion. What do you believe? At one point, they're saying, oh, Trump and Russia, that's a thing. Oh, okay. But the Hunter Biden laptop, that that that's, that's a Russian. Uh, what? It's just all 
so confusing and determining what is what is correct and what is investigate Hillary. That's what start holding people accountable. Start with her. Jim Jordan says that Congress has to uh, target the FBI's budget now. Absolutely. But but again, the ultimate it doesn't none of this matters unless the American people engage. And it's the the same message we send out every day on this radio show for the state of Indiana. Nothing's going to change unless you are willing to activate and engage. And by activate and engage, I mean throw out every single incumbent Indiana Republican state house and state Senate member. Every single one of them gots to go because other than Mike Young, they all voted for the budget. And Mike Young may have quit we don't know i don't think that's ever been actually determined whether he is still a state senator or not it's gonna show up you and and it's almost too it's almost like every you know when you people will uh, go to get their christmas lights out of their garage bundle yeah and and you sometimes you'll look at the bundle and go okay i can do this mm-hmm. and, and then other times you go you know what it would just be easier to go to the store and buy a new string of lights. absolutely yeah it, the government has become the bundle mm-hmm. that sadly i believe is so big that it can never be it can never be undone yeah it's easier just to go get new lights just go get new people and i don't know how you get the new lot i don't know how you get the new lights though there is no walmart where you can just order a new batch of politicians <laughs> there there is no lows where you can just you know have a little financial pain and then the problem's fixed the financial pain exists it's like you're having to pay but you still have the still tangled up bundled up ball of lights it is 14 minutes after 10 it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc so there's this new poll it was conducted by rasmussen and it says that 62 percent of republicans would vote for trump if the presidential primary were held today. And I wanted to look and see when this poll was taken. And they did this poll on May 11th, 14th, and 15th. Of course, the Durham report dropped on the 15th. I would imagine they had the poll concluded by the, uh, before this, you know, the Durham report came out. It is probably now higher than this number. Right. And that that's that's what I was getting to is that it's probably even higher now. They've got Ron DeSantis receiving the next highest percentage at 17 percent and then all the others below him. It's all it's look, I mean, Jeb Bush was way ahead when he started, too. But I don't think this is the same universe we're playing in here of Jeb Jeb Bush in 2015 and Donald Trump today. I think if you're Ron DeSantis, and, and look, again, I will stand by because it would be ridiculous of me at this point to just change my mind in the middle of this. I don't think you can judge the, the thing until DeSantis has been in for a month. And then if it's still overwhelmingly Trump, then yikes. But if you're DeSantis, you probably do have to take a long pause at this, or look at this and pause and say... What's the thing you used to say? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm-hmm. Is the and in this case maybe better is the risk worth is the, the reward, reward reward worth the risk? Mm-hmm. Because while yes, I still think Ron DeSantis could certainly be the nominee. The Trump voter, and by Trump voter, I'm not talking about people like us who voted for Trump. I'm talking about the people who are wed only to Donald Trump and will absolutely not come off Donald Trump. I am. I feel like I'm pretty good at re- reading and reaching people. And 
I study this stuff on a daily basis, and I absolutely have no idea how you're going to unstick the Trump voter. I don't know what that is. It used to be in politics. People would enter with the favorite. They would size up the candidates, and ultimately, there may be a moment where someone else would speak, and you would say, oh, my gosh, that person is better. I'm over there. But I told you about that conversation I had yesterday, two days ago now, with someone that I really trust and admire and is – a very successful person in their personal life. And they straight up told me, DeSantis probably would be a better president. DeSantis probably way more electable. I don't care. That's how Uh, they want to hold everybody accountable. I am sticking for Trump. Donald Trump is my middle finger to society. And I keep saying, I don't think he can win. I don't care. Well, how do I, how do I negotiate with that? Yeah. Well, when you have people like Jake Tapper from CNN saying that this, you know, vindicates Trump and it's devastating for the FBI, that's just a more echoing of that. 17 after 10, and uh, there was a hotel in Indianapolis which was named the best hotel in the entire country. And we'll tell you what that is coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So yesterday we shared with you how Elon Musk said he didn't care if he lost money due to his tweets. That was during that interview on CNBC. Here is Rand Paul commenting and he says, thank God for Elon Musk. This was a significant interview, Senator. It does move the conversation forward in this country in a pretty powerful way. Where do you see this going? Well, thank God for someone who can still speak their mind and won't take guff off some journalist who tells him he can't speak his mind and how dare you. I think history will actually record that, you know, back in the 1950s and 60s and 70s, that ACLU, the left, NAACP were great defenders of free speech and the First Amendment. And then somewhere along the way, something happened and people began to think that there was only certain types of speech that were acceptable. And then along came Elon Musk. And the country, the Bill of Rights, frankly, all of us are going to be very thankful that a guy with a lot of money bought an entity, a social media, you know, entity, Twitter, and allowed us to see what was going on with the government colluding to limit speech. And people need to get this right because private companies can decide what they want to air. Newspapers can. Television shows can. But what we can't allow happen is the government to collude with private business and use them basically as their extension or their arm of censor. And Elon Musk exposed this only because he had $44 billion to buy a company and expose the inner workings of their collusion with government. I thought it was, uh, yeah. 
really interesting during that interview with Elon Musk and CNBC where the reporter was, are, are you sure you want to do this? Aren't you afraid of losing money? And Elon, he just, he didn't care. Yeah. And is that what it takes? Because CNBC, they're a, pretty much a front for corporations. Uh, but is that what it takes? We're at that point that you have to have that much money. Yes. To be able to say what's on your mind and not be afraid. Well, you have to be one of two things. You have to either be someone super rich like Elon Musk, or you have to be a company with some common sense like the people who own us here at Urban One. I have no idea what the politics of the people who own our radio station are. No idea. I have some vague inkling when they purchased us. I did a little research to decide whether I should start packing my bags immediately or not. But just like with Jeff Smolian, when Emmis owned us, Mm -hmm. the actual politics of the company doesn't matter to me what they do on their time or the money they earn if they leave us alone. (laughs) And all these people, when Urban One bought us, oh my gosh, it's all over for IBC. They'll be, it'll be this guy and that guy on there and they'll be stymied and they won't be allowed to talk and the blah, blah, blah. Nothing's changed. Why? Because we're owned by people who like money. Mm-hmm. They're capitalists. Yeah. And we bring in lots of money. Yeah. So you neither need a super rich person who don't care like Elon Musk, or you need people who would like good business people put business ahead of their politics. Right. You have to pick. You either want money or you want the message. From an on-air perspective, because I mean, again, I just always laugh hysterically when I go back and read or think about some of those things people said about, it's all over for IBC. Ha, 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 start packing your bags, Kindle. <laughs> no, they like money here. Yeah. They and, and again, while I may have an inkling as to what the company's politics are, doesn't bother me because they, nine to noon, They leave us alone because we produce the ratings. The same way as I do know 100% what Jeff Smolian's politics were, but you know what he also liked? Money. Yeah. So you know what he did? He also left us alone. Well, it's just like Bud Light. You can choose. You can either pick to sell beer or you can pick to push a narrative, which is it going to be? Because they don't always go hand in hand. Okay, also trending this morning, I wanted to share this with you. Yelp has unveiled its highly anticipated list of the top 100 places to stay in 2023. And coming in at number one on the list is the Bottle Works Hotel in Indianapolis. Out of every hotel in the country... Yelp has determined that Bottleworks right here in Indy is the best place to stay. Well, I believe it was Nelly who once famously said, you may remember the famed philosopher Nelly, I am number one, Mm -hmm. two is not a winner, and three nobody remembers. (laughs) Bottleworks beating out some uh, high-profile places. Mikasa Hot Springs (laughs) near Palm Springs, California. They also beat out uh, the Chloe in New Orleans. Uh, The Wiley Hotel in Maui, even. A Hawaiian hotel. Bottleworks. Wow. Better than that. Oh, and also, Dollywood's Dreammore Resort in Tennessee. You've, oh. you've heard of Dollywood before, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. You may not have gone, but you've heard of it. Bottleworks. I can assure you I have never gone, but yes, Bottle I have Bottleworks is better. And finally, before we get to uh, get to the news, this is trending this morning. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile 
It's getting a new name. It's done. Yeah. Frank Mobile is Why? what it's going to be Why would called. you do that? Why? Well, the Kraft Heinz company has announced that they're going to rebrand in honor of the company's new 100% Beef Franks. <laughs> they have decals now on it that says, keep it Oscar, please do not like. I'm serious. Why, why, like, why, would, Frank you, Mobile. why would you do that? It's Frank Mobile. Uh, I know you don't like it when things change. But you keep you keep just repeating it is what it is. I understand. I understand the English language. You are telling me it is a Frank Mobile. You have been in business. Why would the radio business, why you've been in management, why would you do this? Why would you take something that is universally recognized and not only recognized, but beloved? Mm -hmm. Where else in society today can Democrats and Republicans, uh, Jews and Muslims, Whoever. Cats and dogs, Cats and living dogs. together. We all can agree on. Yeah, you know, it's the Wiener Mobile. Recognize yeah. and, and have a positive opinion of the Wiener Mobile, yeah. and yet we're t- they're taking it from us. Yes, eighty-seven years later, they're changing the name to Frank Mobile. Ten twenty-seven. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC. Okay, Rob Kendall, I have a number for you. It's thirty-five percent. Ooh, it sounds. Juicy. <laughs> How would you like to get a 35% bonus when you invest your money? Yes, Juicier? Please. Yes, Better? please. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Okay, well, if you invest $100,000, you get a $35,000 bonus. And if you invest $200,000, you get a $70,000 bonus. And if this sounds too good to be true, well, it's not. But this special offer does get even better. You'll also sleep well knowing your money is backed by an A-plus insurance company that's mm-hmm. been in business for 140 years and has $2.5 trillion in assets. You can learn more by calling Bill Demery. He's your retirement guy right here in Indy. And that number 317-932-9912. And if you know Rob just a little bit, you know that he doesn't seem to like a whole lot of people. But I really do like Bill Demery. He's very charming in person. You all should meet him. You can learn how you can get a 35% bonus by calling 317-932-9912. 32, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You want to get in the confessional and tell everybody? We've got voicemails coming up later. Yeah, I totally forgot. I was so busy this morning, I forgot <laughs> to pull the voicemails. And it dawned on me about 10 minutes ago. Right. Whoops. All right, so we'll get to them later in the show. So uh, if you want to be part of the 1%, how much money do you think you need to have? I'm not talking about how smart do you need to be right. to be 1%. I'm talking about actual finances. 1%. Well, I cheated. So you know the answer. So I know the answer. So do you still want me to give you the answer? Sure. I mean, I, I, read the te- I read the template mm-hmm. since I put most of it together. Uh, <laughs> although you did most of it today. Full disclosure, last night. Yeah, I, uh, what's going on with the golf? I thought you said you were like... Oh, crap! I forgot about the golf! Dude, what is going on? I've got like nine <laughs> jobs, Casey. I don't... You forgot the voicemails. You forgot the PG. What is going on with the golf? I don't let's know. See here. What's a, let's see here. I'm sorry. Uh, you can do the rest of the show, Casey. You and Kev can handle it. <laughs> what do you have for us? It's 5.1 million. Isn't it that the answer? Oh, you were actually talking about this? Y- okay. Y- yeah. Yes, it is 5.1 million. That's what you need to be to be part of the wealthiest 1% in the country. Kay Higgins winning. Who the heck is Kay Higga? I've never even heard of him. Who's the guy you're betting on? You said some pick well, me or I did, something? Well, I did. Uh, well... <laughs> 
don't know. So there was a guy. Let's just you, jump around topics. Well, here. you know, you can follow. You know, so the PGA Championship is today. Yeah. It's uh, at a very famous course. I believe it's in in New York. Uh, Oak Hill is the name of the golf course. It's at U.S. Opens, and every year. So there was a period where I was very, very good at golf betting because I just immersed myself in it, and I would actually try to bet and would, would do did pretty well, made pretty good money doing it. Then I got bored doing that. So I started just finding random obscure people, either based on their physical appearance or name Mm -hmm. to bet on. And there's a guy, uh, he is a, what they call a club professional who, that means he's not like on the PGA tour. He teaches like lessons. And that's what the, the PGA championship is unique because it will let a certain amount of club professionals in the PGA championship. Yeah. And this guy's name is Kenny Pigman. <laughs> so I was right. Yeah. Pigman. And that's who you're rooting for. And that, uh, he was, I believe his odds were 5,000 to one. Let's see what tea, what his tea time was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to track it down. But he has uh, absolutely no ch- Oh, I believe it looks like uh, he may have already already started. Uh, anyway, uh, absolutely no chance. But that's the guy I'm cheering for. Now, my actual bet, mm-hmm. I did four. I did an A, a B, a C, and a D. Patrick Cantlay at, uh, I believe he was 19 to 1. Uh, Terrell Hatton at 46 to 1. Keegan Bradley at 90 to 1. And Keith Mitchell at 160 to 1. So I got four guys I'm cheering for. And the pig man. <laughs> Did you put money on the pig man? I, I, he was or actually. This just the. It became so ridiculous. He was not even on the board when it came time for me to bet. <laughs> What's up with John Daly? He's not in it. Yeah, he pulled out. I don't know. Uh, they did not give a reason. He qualified. He has a lifetime exemption since he won the PGA in 1991 at Crooked Stick. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he has pulled out of the tournament and was not. Uh, was not available for betting. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this. That was a riveting segment of radio right there, Casey. I bet the meters were just off the charts. Okay. If you want to be part of the 1%, the richest people within this country, you need to be worth $5.1 million. And while most people are struggling with inflation, the world's 500 richest people, they have added almost $600 billion to their combined fortunes this past year. We have talked about this before and it really is oh by the way pigment starts at 10:45. i knew i was gonna find it eventually okay. um by the way <laughs> everybody was really concerned <laughs> you watch he's gonna win casey and then you're gonna feel terrible it'll be the greatest upset in the history of sports back to the money yeah, i'm rooting for pigment <laughs> <laughs> so you could do could be one of the richest one percent in the world if you bet on kenny pigment mm-hmm. um we've talked about this before the wealth the the wealth gap or I- income gap or whatever you'd like to call it. And I am not saying this from a perspective of a person who believes there should be a limit on the amount of money you should legally be able to make. I'm not, you know, I'm not Bernie Sanders here. I, you know, look, if you have a talent, a skill, an ability, you make as much money as you can and God bless you and good luck in your life. However, the structure of the economy I'm talking about the nuts and bolts structure of the economy now is drifting more and more frequently towards the Uber, the Uber top, the Uber wealthy being able to make unlimited amounts of money and the middle class being squeezed more consistently on a daily basis, the buying power of the middle class being diluted. And that is not good for a structure of an economy because economies throughout history, we have seen, 
when middle class, normal people have been able to thrive and up their income and their buying power, entire societies and economies do better. And that is not happening right now in America. Yeah. And uh, $5.1 million? No, it, it never used to be that. And to your point, it's getting more and more. To be part of the top 1%, you need to be worth more and more money. And there are other countries where you don't need quite as much money to be in the 1%. I believe it's what... Uh, what did they say? It was, oh, I can't find it. Darn, darn it. Oh, the Philippines. All you need is $57,000 and you're in the top 1% there. Well, sure. But again, and, and this is no in, in any way meant to demean anybody who may be from the Philippines or live in the Philippines or a family in the Philippines. It, I'm sure it's a fine. There are many parts of it that are a fine place to be. But the quality of life for most people mm-hmm. in the Philippines is not what we expect here in this here in this country. You want to be in the top 1% in some other countries like New Zealand, you need 5.2 million, Australia 5.5, and then Switzerland 6.6 million. Here's one of the things that we are, uh, that is becoming abundantly clear, and I was talking with somebody last night about this, um, a person who's getting ready to graduate high school and they're heading into, into college, and I said, what we are learning in our society now, and Abdul has talked about this for years, not just an education, but what your education is actually in matters now more than ever. Yeah. And young people can do very well if their degrees are in the right fields. There are specific areas of society right now where if you have an education in a in that area, you can kind of write your own path and you can get out of college in six figures, if not very close. And then there are other areas where that piece of paper is not worth the paper that it's actually printed on. Yeah. It used to be check the box. Right. Just get a degree in something and you'll be better off than not. Yeah, that and, is, and that's not true. No, definitely, definitely not true anymore. Well, and now with AI, we keep hearing that there's going to be this productivity boom. And I don't think anybody quite knows what it's going to do. Will there be a productivity boom or will it be a productivity bust? Let's talk about what's going on in Montana. The governor signed legislation banning TikTok on Wednesday, making it the first state in the nation to block access to the app. And this, of course, is uh, amid growing data privacy concerns. So what is Montana doing? They're picking winners and losers. Are they going to ban all foreign run apps? The Republicans, it seems, just can't stay out of their own way sometimes because Biden is losing on a lot of different fronts. And then yet you have the Republicans in Montana spending time on unforced errors like banning TikTok. Well, and we've talked about this where the Republicans find ways to needlessly alienate people who would otherwise vote for him. And it's a major issue with Trump. This is also a major issue. And you and I have had this conversation when they were having the hearings on Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. Is TikTok bad? Yes. Do I have TikTok? No. Will I ever have TikTok? No. Do I know what TikTok is? Yes. Is it good for the country? No. But if you want to give, and you for some reason do, want to give your information to China, why is that any of my business? You know what it is. You know they're stealing your stuff. You know you're opening yourself up to hacking or surveillance or whatever. If you want to be a dummy... Why is that my job to stop you? That doesn't affect me at all, what you do with your social media. And I have yet to hear a viable uh, argument for that other than it emboldens China. 
Well, what about the gajillion dollars we give to China through our economy? Doesn't that embolden China more than some stupid application? I've yet to hear of a valid argument on why it is any of my business whether you give your information to China. Okay, so this law is set to go into effect on January 1st, and it bars TikTok from operating within Montana prohibits app stores like the Apple App Stores and Google Play Store from making TikTok available to download. And the app stores and TikTok could face fines up to $10,000 per day per violation. But I just feel like there's just, there's going to be, uh, this is just begging for a court challenge. Somebody is, somebody is going to go up against this. Here's an idea. At some point. Why don't we focus on food and gas? Once we figure out the price of food and gas, then you can have your little side pet projects, you know, the TikToks mm-hmm. or the whatever. But until y'all can make it affordable for me to go to the grocery store, priorities, people. Right. And that's what I'm saying. They just can't seem to get out of their own way. And rather than do this, Montana's doing it this way, and I, I think Todd Rokita tried to have it done here in Indiana, and it failed. Why not? Okay, if this is what everybody thinks, it's so harmful for the country, why not make a sweeping digital privacy law then? Kazuki Higa. That's who's winning the PGA right now. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. Uh, well... Like, can we take a break so I can get the TV on here and <laughs> you know, figure get out? I'm today. just losing it today, Casey. Yes, well, I I'm know. just I failed. Focus. How did I forget? I don't know. I don't know. 1043 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and Hammer joins us in the studio. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Excited because we got a lot of stuff coming up with the Hammer and Nigel show. Yeah, you guys are busy. You've got something tomorrow, Horsepower for Heroes. That's Saturday, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm a day ahead. So tomorrow, Friday, is another just listener party down at Thompson Furniture in Columbus. So Nigel and I will be here in the studio here at WIBC. But what they do down at Thompson Furniture is they put our show on the speakers and they have free food and free beer from 5 to 6. And all the hamroids and Nigerians, they all come together, <laughs> Hammer and Nigel Nation, listen to the show and hang out. Mm-hmm. So that's tomorrow. Saturday, I am so excited for this event. This is going to be really fun. So we're going up to Don Hines Ford and Fishers. Fishers, we are coming to your city Saturday, 10 to noon, and the goal is to raise some money for some veterans. Mm-hmm. Guy Relford's going to be up there with us. We got tons of... 
fun things for the whole family, um, food trucks and a DJ and activities for the kids. So please, Hammer and Nigel Nation, show up like a boss Saturday, 10 to noon at Don Hines Ford in Fishers. And then, of course, on Monday of next week, uh, race week, it's our Tales from the Track event with Ed Carpenter here at the uh, Emma's Communication Building. Mm-hmm. I, when I was a kid, I used to confuse Don Hines Ford for Don Hine, the sports broadcaster. I did too. And I used to think, I totally well, that's did. cool. He has a, he has a story. What a side hustle. <laughs> yeah, this is spelled a little differently. Uh, but yeah, Don Hines with a D. Uh, Don Hines Ford uh, up in Fishers on Saturday, 10 to noon. Stop by, hang out. We'll talk some shop, tell a few inappropriate jokes, and have oh, a good time. Great. So it says that it's a car, truck, and motorcycle show. It is. Is the lot going to be full? Of different cars, trucks, and motorcycles? I've never been, so I don't know. I'm excited to walk around and take a look at things. But uh, from what I hear, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So uh, the group that's putting this on, uh, they are... Go, the event goes till 3 o'clock. Yeah. We're there from 10 to noon, and we'll be doing some broadcasting. We'll be calling into like the Home and Garden Show and stuff. So It's the Warrior Breed Motorcycle Club. Yeah, they and go I, big. And I saw this, and if the weather's right, I, I think I'm going to ride over there. Do so. Yeah. Please do so. Wear that bikini that you've always talked about before. <laughs> I can't wear a bikini on a motorcycle. That's not the appropriate attire, but... <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I can't. You know, Casey, when I was in Little League, my coach taught me I can't means you won't try. Uh, you know what? No, because if I were to lay down the bike, I would scrape up a leg, and that's just not that's not good etiquette. Motorcycle. You think all of this talk doesn't put Casey in a bikini. I don't know why we're having this conversation. <laughs> you know where? You know uh, the infamous bikini picture that Rob likes to reference occasionally was taken at a hotel in Fort Lauderdale that you have been to as well. Yes, we have stayed at the same hotel, different time, not together, right? <laughs> uh, so it's right there on Fort Lauderdale Beach, mm-hmm. and I think it's a Hilton. Yeah, where it's like all glass, like on one side, all glass on the other. You have an amazing full panoramic of the ocean. Yeah, it's so cool. And and there's a bar, an outside bar down below. Yes, there on the is. Street. Yeah, there's a pool bar. There's mm-hmm. a bar at the hotel. It's amazing. And I heard your story about the Bottle Works Hotel earlier. Yeah. in the show. And it was named, what, number one hotel in America? Something yeah. like that? From according to Yelp reviews. Okay. I respect the Bottle Works Hotel. I have never stayed there. So maybe I'm talking out of my backside here, but I'm finding it hard to believe that it's number one ranked over some places like the Bellagio and the Las Vegas Strip mm-hmm. or the Waldorf Astoria where Akeem stayed at and his family in Coming to America. <laughs> well, they say that the hotel boasts a plethora of on-site amenities like a movie theater, a bowling alley, a spa, a yoga studio, and a cocktail bar. Yeah, okay, that's awesome. And maybe it is. Maybe it is the bee's knees. And again, I've never stayed there, but you're telling me that it's better than that room that they stayed in in The Hangover, the Caesars Palace suite mm-hmm. where they checked into. Right. Quote, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, in Ironworks Hotel also <laughs> made the list at number 27, not number one. Uh, but is the- are you a hotel snob though? Because I am. Like I'm a dude that will buy cheap things. Like I'm not quite Rob Kendall, who basically lives at a poverty level. <laughs> but I will drink cheap beer. I will eat cheap food. I will try to find discounts at the grocery store. All that kind of stuff. My wife is the coupon lady. Yeah. But certain things I'm a snob about. I am a hotel snob. Mm-hmm. When I stay in a hotel, if I have the opportunity to. 
I want a nice room. I want a suite. I want double rooms. I want a bar. I want a fridge. I want the stuff. You want the view? I like a clean hotel. And one that's been updated yeah. recently. Well, usually if you're staying in a snobby like environment like I mm-hmm. am, it is pretty clean. <laughs> so I, I'm with you on that one. The other thing that I'm a snob about is toilet paper. Oh, yeah. I can't use the sandpaper crap. Like they have here? Like they have here. (laughs) Like here. Bring in your own supply. The restrooms that we have here. First of all, that unisex bathroom, whoever goes in there and punishes that needs to be ashamed (laughs) of themselves. I think you know who it is. I think I do, too. And, um... Yeah, that person needs to be arrested and, and taken to the hospital because there's something wrong with them. I feel like that's a, it is the same person who always, they come out like holding their stomach. Right, right. Holding their stomach and grunting and shaking their head. Like even they're sad about what they just did in there. And the toilet paper in that unisex bathroom, you might as well be using like a corn on the cob. That's how bad it is in there. It's rough. It is bad. The only reason redeeming quality of the bathrooms that we have here in the Emmis building Mm -hmm. is the third floor bathroom. Okay. So you take the elevator down to the third floor where there's really nothing at. It's just a balcony to take you to another elevator, but there is a bathroom off to the side. That bathroom in there has a toilet paper roll that's hanging above a heater. So in the (laughs) wintertime, in the wintertime when you're Mm -hmm. cold Mm -hmm. and you go in there and take the Browns to the Super Bowl, it's like wiping your backside with a hot, warm donut. Do you know the women's bathroom here on this floor is very warm? You probably don't know that because you don't go in there. But, you know, we complain how the studio and our offices are freezing and they're trying to freeze us out of this building. The women's bathroom, the heat is cranking in there. So whenever I get a little cold, just walk in there and warm up. Walk in there. (laughs) Warm it right up. So what's the best hotel you've ever stayed in? I don't know if it's the best hotel, but the best room. Mm -hmm. And again, I haven't stayed in some of these ridiculous suites in Las Vegas Strip, right? I'm not Elon Musk or a Formula One driver. Um, But the suite at the MGM Grand, pretty solid. Did that? And I really liked that uh, one that we were at in in Florida. In Florida? Yeah, Yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Like the suite at the Hilton. I'm a sucker for an all-glass panoramic view of the ocean. And if you You have a balcony- You just stand there naked in front of the window and nobody can see you. Give the people what they want right and if the place has a balcony it's even better because i love to sit there on the balcony Mm -hmm. pound some brews watch the sun go down over the water it's awesome yeah Uh, i'm a wine snob that would be the one snobby thing i don't have to be like i'll do the two buck chuck right right but if i have a choice i'm gonna go for the high-end wine versus you know so let me go to captain cheap ass over here yeah what would you consider yourself to be a snob of and what is snobby (laughs) level for you like a two-for-one candy bar deal? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a minimalist. The only things I own of any value are the computers, and they never leave my side. So, I mean, the, I just, I don't, I don't own You anything. will always buy generic yeah. or stay in a Super 8 yeah. if given the option. Yeah, I mean, the last time I, I mean, my wife handled our honeymoon. You and guys she, stayed at Ari, right? I don't remember where it was. It was yeah. someplace that was way too nice, and I said, whatever you do, just buy it. Don't show me the bill. Just do it. And whatever she did, that was on her because I would have an aneurysm if I saw the price on those things. Why are you not fun? I'm a blast. You were not. We went to that kid's graduation party. They had a great time. I had fun with your dad and I had fun with the kid's family. Being around you was work. What's coming up this afternoon, Hammer? <laughs> Rob Kendall's going to come by, and he's going to go off the rails. There's craps all over me on my own show. <laughs> all 
right, thank you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.